0: We also appreciate anyone that has different versions, so that we can start. So that is what is called studying, studying of the Word of God. So, follow me. Is the topic we want to look at? Can we open our Bible to the Book of Matthew in Chapter Four? Matthew in Chapter Four. Matthew in Chapter Four. Is somebody, somebody there? Chapter Four. So, let us read from. 18, we'll read 18 to 22. Matthew 4, 18 to 22. Yes. Amen. Please read louder. As he walked by the sea mm. of Galilee,
1: he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother, casting a net onto the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me. And that made him fishers of men. Verse 20. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left left their boat, they left the boat and their father and followed him.
0: Amen. Did we see there that Jesus called unto these people? That is this when Jesus was about bringing his disciples together. And the first thing Jesus did here was to call. He called on the children of Zebedee. And one good thing about these children was that they immediately left everything they left their father and they followed Jesus. See, it is a command that we follow Jesus. Follow me, it's a call to learning, serving, observing, becoming like Jesus, our master. Following Jesus is a lifestyle of abiding in his word for us to grow in our knowledge of his teachings and experiences. When Jesus called a man, He's not calling that man so that the man can be useless. When Jesus calls on a man, he wants to pour himself into that man. That is the ultimate goal of Jesus whenever he calls upon a man. He's to pour himself, you know, like an apprentice who is learning something from a master. You know, the objective of him leaving his home to go and learn from that master. The objective is that he may also be able to do what the master is doing. Isn't isn't that um, is not that not it? Is? So that you know, when you see a carpenter who knows how to make a good door, and somebody will leave his or home to come and join that man to learn how to make that beautiful door after some 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 months or weeks or years, depending on how fast that person can grow, you know, it's expected of that person to be able to do the same thing that the master is doing. And Jesus, he called unto these people and the Bible says immediately they left everything. And do you know, we, are, we also see in our outline that when Jesus called a man, it is a time of learning. Learning from who? Learning from Jesus. And that is why you will see Jesus always going to a, to, to, to a, a mountain with his disciples teaching them the beatitude Matthew chapter 5 Matthew chapter 13 the parables of the sower the parable of the living bread you know the parable of, of the fig tree you know many things what was he doing he was teaching them pouring himself into these people teaching them the word of god teaching them teaching them everything jesus himself is the word of god but at the same time he's pouring himself into them they are learning it is a time in which we need to dedicate the moment we respond to the call of Jesus, the moment we respond, what is expected of us is that we should start to learn his ways, his character, his, 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 his attributes, that we begin to learn. If Jesus will not lie, should I lie? If Jesus will not steal, should I steal? If Jesus will not fornicate, should I fornicate? If Jesus will not go drinking, not about, should I become a drunkard? so if of a truth i'm learning from jesus my life should replicate the kind of the life jesus lived while here or not or even that he can also live in his world so we should learn everything that pertains to 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 to, to jesus you know there is one of my pastors he knows him the man is is more of an international minister he goes outside the country to preach. And he's a man that when it comes to dressing, is very, very good dressing. So if he put on shoe, for me, a suit, you understand, know he likes putting on ankle shoe. You know, the shoe that we get to ankle. Actually, I don't like that kind of a shoe, but that is the kind of shoe he will always want to put on. And he has a son. And each time the, the boy also wants to request for shoe, he will always request for that kind of shoe. Because he always sees his dad putting on that kind of issue. Because he, you know, a a slave cannot behave like a son. When you are following Jesus, you are no longer a slave. You are a son of the kingdom. You are a heir of the kingdom. So everything that we should be doing should be in accordance to what we see Jesus doing. Do you get it now? Nobody can come here and say I'm a, I'm a thief and I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm learning from Jesus. Where did you see Jesus told so somebody's things? Even in the book of Isaiah, I think Isaiah chapter chapter 53, the Bible was saying that he was still taken like a slaughter that was going to be slaughtered, that was to be slaughtered, like a lamb that was going to be slaughtered. But yet he opened it not his mouth. We were it was even recorded that he never did anything wrong. So From who did we get some of the attributes, some of the character, some of the things that we do? It's a time of learning that we need to learn from God. Serving. It's a time of serving. Observing. Observing what God, what Jesus is doing. Observing. Observing. Seeing what Jesus is doing. Becoming like Jesus. Jesus wants us to become like him. And that is why he came onto this earth so that he can show us the way of God. To be like Jesus. Following Jesus is a lifestyle of abiding in his word. If you don't abide in the word of God, there's no way you can become like Jesus. We have no other manual rather than this. This is the only manual that we have. Do you have another manual? This is the only manual we have. and it is in this that we grow. It is in this that we become like Jesus. If you are not a student of the Word of God, man, you are no longer learning. Or let me say, you have not even started to learn. So, the Word of God is our manual. It is through this Word of God that we grow. Now, do you also know that follow me is not just a mere call. It was a call that Jesus put out unto his disciples. Let me read from here. It is not a mere invitation, but an imperative command. Those who heard the words of Jesus immediately left everything to follow him. It was a costly decision. You know, they left everything we are going to enter into the art of teaching they left everything and they followed you how many of us do you know that we have scholars we have engineers we have doctors who they are very good in their profession and jesus is calling them probably probably not for them to leave their job but that as you do your job you also do my job but they are saying no no, 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 no. It's either I face my work or nothing, no, no, no. I know of a doctor. In Federal Polytechnic East this man, he, as in, he performs surgery. He also do a whole lot of things. And that makes him one of the most important doctors they have around that place. So, any way that they need to do something that has to do with surgery, they call on me. And this man is also a pastor. He's, sending, he's also sending daily devotion to, 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 to more than 20,000, no, don't let me exaggerate, but more than 2,000 persons in a day, every morning. I can show you on my phone. I have two WhatsApps. He's sending it to the two. This is a doctor that is also senior doctor in the school. Like all these, your medical doctors in your schools. He's the head of the medicals now. They just promoted him. He's the head of the. So he has a lot of things, and yet he's a pastor. He has has a book. He has a devotional devotional manner. And one day, myself and one of my boss's wife, we went to see him in the office, and we were like, a doctor how do you even manage to do God's work with all of this? And he told us something very jammy. He said, the other doctors like him that are not Christians, they go to clubs. They go for night practice. They go for the things that also them pleasure. So why will he not be able to create time to do God's work? Do you understand what I'm trying to say now? Why will he not create time? So, he, you know, living pleasure, living those time you consider the leisure for you. It's not that they are bad. But since doing things that pertain to the things of God, it goes a long way to tell God how much you love Him. They left everything, even including their father, to follow Jesus. But many of us all that Jesus is asking for us, just leave that particular character and follow me. You say, Hey, eh, me, I should leave this character. No, I cannot leave it here. All that Jesus is asking from some, just do this for me. You say, no, I cannot do it to this. Amen. So... It is also a costly decision. It was not something that is easy. Whenever Jesus called upon a man, it's not something that is easy. It's not as if it's easy. A call to follow Jesus is a radical change of lifestyle where we seek the kingdom of God above all things. The call usually comes with a cost, as we can see in the lives of Jesus. Disciples... uh, and that is Jesus' disciples. It was obvious that they left everything they could point to as achievements. They left everything. I will not but always tell you about the man of God that has affected my life. One of the man of God that has affected my life so much but I I will never stop to mention him. I have said it if you were were in church today, I have the the opportunity to minister here, you will, you will hear me talk about him also. This man, he has not two, not three, not ten, not fifteen, not twenty people that are of high, that are controlling high places, I mean, controlling, I would like to program, offices in this nation. And I know good number of them that came from this your side, from Igoland. They left so many things to do that work for God. Even Bob God William said, the wife happens to be a doctor, a medical doctor. But when God called upon them, they left everything. And they went to inside one bush in Benue State, in Boku. They went there. Where they were cutting through. If I somebody, the day I went to Boku. The the MLL is ongoing now. For those of you that know, but I believe, on it. the minister and leadership is is going on at the moment. It will close tonight. I went for this type of program that I have in now, now. I went for this for for this kind of program in the year twenty fifteen. And somebody that we were sleeping there in the hall, I I I was there. And the man told us that I should see this place. How beautiful it is! Very big place. And he said. Do I know? He said, Do I know that when they first started this place, it was them, as himself and some other some persons with brother Billy said that were constantly the truth to make that place be in place? A medical doctor, even he himself, was a lecturer. He dropped the lecturing work and the all thing to do God's work. I'm not saying you should leave what you are doing, but I'm only telling you how the extent some people wait to respond to God's call. You get it now. So, you know, let, let us just quickly go into the study, you understand? All of that I have said, they are just the introduction. But don't worry, I'm washing my time. I've spent just 15 minutes thereabouts. about. Now, the first point I want us to look at... Why we need to follow Jesus? Can anybody tell me, why do we need to follow Jesus? I need somebody to say something. Why do we need to follow Jesus? He said? Talk. Is the way, the truth and life, well, that is is that that is good. Any other person? Yes? He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Good. Because of time. Now, why we need to follow Jesus? Are we just, you know, I have them in like A, B, C, D, but I'm not going to take everything because each adding has like four or five points. Now, why we need to follow Jesus? Jesus is a sovereign savior who rules with divine knowledge and the full knowledge of his people the full knowledge of his people. Now, the number one thing under this point is that for the salvation of our soul, that's one of the reasons why we need to follow Jesus, for the salvation of our soul. Our soul is so dear to God. In the beginning, God created man in his own image. And God put the man in the garden to tend, to multiply, to do all sorts. And God gives the man authority over everything he created. Do you know that in the days of our father, Adam, lion will come. You can put his hand on the lion and do like this. Snake will come. They can be anywhere around you. Any white animal can come. And that was the fellowship that the man had with everything God created but just simple instruction brought man down and what was the instruction thou shalt not eat out of this particular food every other thing you can do what you can eat and the moment that woman came as Eve came into the life of Adam and the devil knew that he could not go through the man that that actually had the word directly from God and he went through the woman who was not there when God gave the instruction you understand? And then he told the woman, As God not told, As God told you not to eat out of the food. And the woman began to say all sorts of things. And immediately the devil said, You can taste it if it is sweet." And the woman collected and she ate it. And gave to the man also. They ate it and their eyes opened. And immediately, What in, said. And that was when we lost our friendship, our relationship with God. We lost everything. There was no hope of salvation again. And do you know that the children of Israelites, as they move on in their journey from one city to another, from one town to another, as they were moving, as they were moving, they kept depending on things that, that could bring them out of their sins. But yet there was no way. You know, it got a time. They began to sacrifice bull. They began to sacrifice dough, to They began to sacrifice and um, uh, sacrifice lamb. Lamb, you understand? You now. Do you know that if we are still practicing that system, all the money we collected will have spent them on making sacrifice, uh, taki- uh, sacrifice for our sin. You know even that particular would not be enough to buy lamb at this time. Do you know? Yes. That was how we were living. Because if you commit one sin, the priest will come. We tell you what to do to slaughter, to atone for your sin. That's how we were living. We were bringing it like that, not until we the Jesus' name. That, and that's why that place said, because he foreknew. You understand? You know, he has the foreknowledge of his people. He has the full knowledge of his people. Can we quickly read? I have a lot of Bible passages to, to read, but let us just take Matthew one twenty-one. Matthew one twenty-one. Somebody should quickly read for us. Matthew one twenty-one. Yes. And she shall do what? Sorry. It shall bring, you see, it was then when we could no longer bail ourselves out from the sin that our father has put us. And Bible, you know, there was prophecy in the book of Isaiah concerning Jesus coming. And Bible made us to understand that it shall bring forth, talking to Mary, that he shall bring forth a son, and his name shall be called what? Jesus. And he will deliver his people from what? From sin. So Jesus called us to save us and he expects us to follow him so that he can save us. So Jesus is calling on you this morning. So number two, for the atonement of our sin with his blood. I told us about the blood of the bull. But now, Bible said, said, without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. So the, the blood of the bull could not save us. Blood of any animal could not save us until the blood of Jesus washes our sin away. It is the blood of Jesus that washes things away. No other blood can wash anything away. No other blood, no other blood. It is only the blood of Jesus, that one that was shed on the Calvary. You know, he was fierce for our own sake, he was bruised for our own sake, he was, you know, he was crowned with clan of thorns for our own sake. And all the blood that dropped from his body, they are the they are the, the, the blood that, that washes our sins away. All those blood that came out from the body of Jesus was what washed our sins away. Glory be to God. Amen. Let's read Revelation 1:5. Revelation 1 5. Amen.
1: Yeah. Revelation 1 5. It says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, mm. and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood.
0: Wash us from what? From our sins with his own blood. blood. No other blood can wash sins in we except from the blood of Jesus. There is that hymn that, you know, I I, am not a good singer anyway, but I know there is a hymn that talks about the blood of Jesus washing our sins away. Amen. Amen. For another point, for a change of lifestyle, one of the reasons why we need to follow Jesus is that our life may be changed from the old way we have been living so that we can become a new man in the book of... Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "All things have passed away. All things have become new. All things have become new. We are now a new creation in Christ Jesus." Also, remember the story of uh, this man Saturius in the book of Luke chapter nineteen from verse one. Who did? You not know, this man will always go forcefully. Collect from people working for the government, but they will forcefully do all sorts of things. But the day he heard that Jesus was coming, he was a short man. But he heard that Jesus was coming, he quickly climbed on a tree and said to Jesus, and he was, and Jesus saw him and Jesus said, Ah, Zacchaeus, today salvation enter into your home. He said, Come down, and he went with Jesus to his home. And the moment he saw Jesus, he had Jesus had not even started push it to him, but he saw Jesus he said, Jesus, today. For those that I have collected one percent from, I will return in tenfold. And people went He said, Jesus, went to and from me? And in I to will give back to people what they have collected from them. What a change of life. Yes, I used to steal before. But now that Jesus has called me to come and that I have responded to him, I need not to steal again because Jesus will never steal. Before, I used to be a disobedient child. But now Jesus called me and I have responded to Jesus. I need not to be a disobedient child again. Because Jesus was never a disobedient child. And he will not be. And he can never be. So, for us to be free from eternal damnation, which we all should take note of, I will always say whenever I have this opportunity to stand before people, we are pre-greens, here or not. A day is coming. We will all go back to where we have come from, or where are the prepared for us. We will all go back home, whether you like it or not. Because if you want to be reasonable enough, without any pastor, without any fear, just sit down and ask yourself: after this thing that I'm even seeing everywhere, this act. After this act, what next? Just ask yourself that question. Not part of asking you now, not teacher asking you now. Just ask yourself that if after the whole of this that we are seeing, what is even the hand of a man? What is our hand? Until you are not Jesus, that measure. See, whether you believe it or not, a day is coming. Everything will be vanished. Everything will vanish. Everything will vanish, whether you believe it or not. You know, you can just when you get to you can just read Matthew 13. It's a long story. You understand? You can read it. Talking about the wheat, how enemy came to sow tears among the wheat, and what Jesus told them to do, that they should gather them one side, gather the wheat, gather the tears, and that you should put fire on the tears, refine it to sinners. Referring to sinners. Sinners will be, you know, on the last day, there is going to be damnation. Whether you believe it or not, there is hell fire. There is. Somebody will say, have you ever been there before? No, I have never been there before. But if truly I believe this word, this word, this, the word of God written here has told me about it. If you see, do not believe, go and read the book of Revelation from one to the end. Read the book of Daniel. A day is coming. I don't know how it's going to happen. Some, it's going to be natural days. Some, they will seek the alarm to Jesus to come back the second time. But nobody knows how it's going to happen. So why not live a life that is appealing to God? Amen. I'm, I'm only touching the parts I consider to be so. Now let me quickly go to this also. Another heading: the actions to take once decided to follow Jesus. The actions, the actions that we need to take when we decide to follow Jesus. I have told us. I just told us about damn, I mean, eternal damnation. So the number one thing I'm going to be saying here is that you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal savior. Accepting as your Lord and personal Savior, let Him be the one ruling your life. Devil have nothing good to offer. He can deceive, and devil will come with so much fear. He will come with so much authority. He will come with so much shame to make us shake, shake, so that we can lose our balance. God expect us to give our life to Him. And number two thing is that reading and studying and meditating on God's Word. It is very paramount. If you want to follow Jesus, to start to read the Word of God. Read the Word of God as much as you can. No matter how... See, when I was in school and then uh, I was just growing as a Christian. I think that should be 2000 and between 2003 or so. You know, when I was just growing in faith and uh, a brother will always come and will say, Brother David, I am trying so hard to 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 pray. And he will tell me, Brother Shew, the first thing you need to do is study the word of God. Study the word of God. And that way, you study, you will have that urge to pray. And that is just a simple truth. If you are being lazy about praying, carry the word of God and you will see where prayer prayer you are praying to pray you cannot pray more than five minutes carry the word of god and read you will pray for, for for fifteen minutes you cannot pray for fifteen minutes carry the word of god and read you will pray for one hour you understand it, it, it is what is on the inside of you that will engineer what you will that, that will reflect out from you it is the word of god the amount of god of god the amount of god's word you are carrying we show the things that will come from your within. Amen. Yes, so it's good to read the word of God. You know, second, second Timothy 2 Timothy 2:15. Can we quickly take that? Second Timothy 2.15. I will just speak and um, three things here, though they are but let me just speak three things. After this, we'll take two more and then. Amen. Yeah, let us quickly take it, please. 2 Timothy chapter two, verse fifteen. Study. Mm. Study to do what? Can we all say study to do what? What is he asking us to study? The word of God. This is Paul talking to Timothy. When Paul called on Timothy that he should, you know, and the call was to go somewhere and learn them be over a and one of the things to him is ultimately so dis- study to show yourself do you know why we have all doctrines everywhere? Can anybody tell me a lot of pastors, a lot of teachers and amazing They cannot study the world of God. And they always want to come out to showcase what is not here. And as a result, we began to build doctrine and the things that are personal. We began to bring to Build doctrine around the things that are not, that does not have basis in the word of God. But when you study to show yourself and a, eh, to show yourself approved, like a workman that I mean, needs to be ashamed, no, you will stand before kings, you will stand before princes without any fear. Is it is good to study. Many of us, if you go to their home on Sunday, their Bible will be very neat. Nice because they are going the church that They will carry, they will dust it, they will dust it, go on Wednesday or on Thursday. That same Bible will have a lot of dust on it. Why is it like that? Because they are not studying the word of God. The word of God is not only meant to be read in the house of God. Even when you are at home, I brought my Bible for home, even despite the fact that we have a business every We all read our Bible. We all need our Bible. When when some of our people are not around, he goes to another room, I go to another room, we leave him in the room. Everybody is doing their own, and when we are done, we meet again in the room. I be picked up what happened this morning. Is that not happening? That's how we do. Yes, our boss will left a whole lot of work for us to do before he travels. You see that we quickly do the work, or we quickly do what we want to do and go back to the work. No excuse for not studying the word of God. This is what makes us a genuine Christian. This is what makes us a, 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 a bona fide soldier in the, the Lord's army. When you don't have the word of God on the inside of you, devil will call to with your destiny. And you have nothing. devil wanted to call you the destiny of Jesus now. So who are we that don't call you I mean, Have you not know that on that month where the devil went to tempt Jesus? We don't even know that it was the destiny of Jesus and even our own destiny too. If Jesus had been in for the devil, we would not be sitting here talking about Jesus today. So, who are we that? So, we need to guide this devil. It is good to study the word of God. How the Bible. Bible from Genesis to Revelation more than two times. I'm not saying this to ghost, but I'm saying this to, to all Jews who read the word of God. When you study the word of God, you become a genuine and bona fide soldier in the Lord's army. Amen. Amen. Study to show yourself approved. Yes, in the in, 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 in trying to. In trying to, to want to be this, to want to be that, don't leave Jesus out of it. Amen. Amen. Now, praying is also good to pray. When you pray, you understand you will not, there will be no room for fear. If there's anything I've always discovered in my own life, when I'm beginning to afraid of something, or something is going to bother my heart, of my heart, person my I prayed about this thing. If I have not prayed about a thing, that thing may hunt me for long. But the moment I pray, no matter how difficult it may look at times, I will still have that confidence that I know God is at work. And do you also know that God answers prayers? I don't know about you, but there have been several times that I have had to pray and I saw answers to those prayers. So, when you pray, how long do you pray? Do you only pray because of God? Do you only pray around where people are? Do you only pray when there is need to pray? No, I'm saying to pray without Jesus. You remember that woman, the book of Luke chapter 18, that went to that judge and was, was disturbing the judge. Was, and when that trouble was too much, the judge said, Because of our importunity, I will answer her. And he said, If, um, if um, how did he put it now? Let me use unbeliever God. If he will respond to her, I must know he that is God. God is always ready to hear our prayers. Let us pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost, not only in understanding. Build up yourself in the most holy faith. If you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, that is the, that is the third thing I am talking about. Receive Holy Spirit. You need to receive Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit that we that we that we energize you, that we empower you to do all these things we are talking about. If you don't have Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you will not be able to go far. Can I say he said something one day? I don't know what you can say. Can I say he said something one day? In one of his books I read, he said he went out. I mean, whenever he wants to pray, he will discover that he could not pray more than one hour. He could not pray more than one hour, and he he has this heart to pray, and he began to study the word of God, and you know, he got to pray when he started with him. and he saw that speaking in the Holy, in, in the Holy Ghost is one of the gifts that God has given to all believers, and the moment he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, oh, so, Pheleteji can pray two days, one of the sons, when he died, one of the sons said, he said, he remember that day? That when they were going to bed to sleep in the night, their dad was sitting at the study table, study all about praying. When they woke up, they met their dad again. When they were going to school, they met their dad again. And when they came back from school, they still met their dad again. It is only the power of the Holy Ghost that can keep a man in a place doing things for to Jesus. No other thing. If I were to be in the Rose there is a song that we sing. That I was a teacher that the flesh cannot do the work of the states. The flesh, because we don't want to about the flesh. This flesh is our enemy. Flesh always wants to do things. Ah! Flesh likes enjoyment. There is nobody that enjoys more than the flesh. Flesh wants to enjoy. So, how do you expect that same flesh to do the things of God? That's why we say it is when you have the spirit of God inside of you that you get be to travel long. I mean, travel with Jesus. Without that, you will not be to travel far. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was living, he didn't just leave the disciples, he left them with the promise of the Holy Ghost. And in the book of Acts, the Bible says they were all gathered together at the upper room, and as they were praying, Holy Spirit fell upon them like a dove with a tongue of fire. He fell, he rested upon them, and they began to speak in another language. And as they came, you know, prayer did not only make them to speak in another tongue; they also start to speak literally. They also regained their confidence. Their you know, when Jesus left, they were afraid of Christ. But when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they received boldness. And Peter stood in the front of about more than 5,000 people. And he began to declare the word of God to them with so much boldness. And people can understand, as this one, Galileans, why are they speaking in our language? Because they began to speak in our tongue. When you speak in our tongue, you will have that ability to pray as long as the Holy Spirit So you need the Holy Spirit. Amen. I need to start to round up now. I have less than two minutes. But I would like, I, I like to talk about this also. The cost of following Jesus, self-denier, you have to deny self. For you to be able to follow Jesus, you have to deny this flesh. If you cannot deny flesh, you cannot follow Jesus. No, you can't. You can't. You can't follow the law. With this flesh, flesh wants to fornicate. Flesh wants to drink. Flesh wants to go clubbing. Flesh wants to lie. Flesh wants to steal. Flesh wants to take the thing that does not belong to him. Flesh wants to do all manner of things that are uncalled for the kingdom of God. Until you put this flesh, you deny this flesh. If you don't deny flesh, we cannot, it's not only you, all of us, including myself. We all have to be able to do what? To deny flesh. Even, let us even leave all that standing and let us leave them. Even to so pray, flesh does not want to pray. Do you know that? You want to swallow the flesh does not want you to study. It is when you want to study that maybe i have been trying, I don't know if it's happening, it's happening to me at times. That like I want to study the word of God. And I will just wake up, I will just be in love, just be going up and gathering momentum. Gathering momentum. Maybe I will think momentum I've be been really raising, That you want to have to sit down to start to win. Let me go to God, come, good money. Let's jump up and be happy. You, you, you understand? I think I think you. You want to play? Fine, just, really, you are to on Bitcoin. a on Bitcoin. That by then that 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 a that 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 to that you that You that 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 Do you understand what I'm saying? So, that is flesh. We have to be with flesh. We have to deal with flesh. Do you know what it means for someone to be a task for all times? Matthew was a task for something. But when Jesus saw this, he let the task for some people. And he followed Jesus. Flesh should have made him to want to He Without not say Flesh. Also, carrying our cross. We have to carry our cross to follow Jesus, Jesus carried his own cross, we also have to, see, the cross can be, can be any challenge. What challenge are you having, that you are not thinking, that does not work in following Jesus? No, no, no matter how big that challenge, that trouble, you will surely come out of it. It's just a matter of time. How many of you know about the courts? when I second cross is? You know, they, you know, they say no matter how you treat it, until it completes the circle of days, it's supposed to go through. Maybe seven days or two. That after seven days, whether you use it or not, it will go. So that is how our challenges are. They have time, they have a uh, deadline. Our challenges are deadline. Do you understand? I have been true, you can testify. When I first got married, it was not as if things were a I had to go through a whole lot of things. It was as if the heart is crushing on me. It was as if, but yes, you will see me in church having God. You will see me in the corner of my room praying to God. You will see me in studying the world of God. Yes, it's not as I was 100% happy, but I was happy because I had something on the inside of me. No matter what you are going through, then have a time to it. Don't because of your challenges and now say you don't want to follow Jesus today. If Jesus has done that, you will not have salvation today. He carries his own cross. They pity, they did all manner of things for me. But yet he carries the cross and He accomplished salvation for you and me. So no matter how, how big or how difficult your challenges may be, just hold on to God. There is time, there is deadline for all of your challenge. There is deadline. Let us hold on. Let us hold on. As we round up, the benefits. Do you think Jesus is also wicked? Jesus is not wicked. Jesus will not ask you to follow him and still left you without giving you anything. It will be good we read this particular place. Let us read it and we will round up there. This is 44 minutes. Okay, yeah. Let let us read. Matthew 20, Matthew 19, Matthew 19, 27 to 29. If you are there, you can quickly read for me. Matthew 19, and I want us all to listen. Yes, sir. Can you please speak up, sir? We are done what? What did they possess? Only their, their wives. No. Only their father. Only their mother. Everything. Peter ah, was a good fisherman. Only he can catch
1: thousands of fish. Different types of fish. He can catch. Then he left everything. Continue. What shall we have
0: He has a good question. He said, Jesus. We have left everything. Everything, absolutely everything. So, what? Thank you. What's going to be our game? What's going to be my game for following you? Will I not, like not see everything? Deny myself of my wife, deny myself of my children, deny myself of my mother, and my, and my father. Is that going to be the end of my life?
1: What did Jesus say? Just say unto them. Mm-hmm. Very nice. God's way Mm-hmm. He also shall sit upon church judging the church right of Israel.
0: That is one. That is what man. What did Jesus say to be For everyone that have blessed everything to follow Jesus. He said, Jesus said, ah, what a glory. if you understand the peace of the spirit, you will be judged on this afternoon. Jesus said, when I sit by my father's side, you also, you will sit don't give the third tribe of Israel. You will sit beside Jesus. You will sit beside God. Don't give the third tribe of Israel. That is for the one benefit. Go on. For everyone that for making houses mm-hmm. of brethren, sisters, or father, for mother, or wife,
1: or children, or lambs, mm-hmm. for my next thing. Shall receive a hundred for, and shall inherit the last time.
0: Thank you. Two-fold of blessing. Eternal blessing. And utterly blessed. Now, you can say that for those that are forsaking everything, they will get them back in what? In 100 years. So, what is this that you are going no to lose if you follow Jesus? Nothing. You have nothing to lose if you follow Jesus. Jesus is not like, not like, like a man. It is only a man that will ask you to come and labor for you, that you will labor and labor and labor and still deny you of your your wages. But God will never, I'm a bona fide testimony of it. I was in the bush for more than 10 years. It was a seed, I was not going to get a good job in my life. On my way outside, none of them are getting good jobs. When I came back, he was not me on my side to get the picture of any more. But God gave me speech, even above those that were outside. When you when you, when you put it upon your set of labor for God, you will never
2: leave
0: this family. No, he doesn't do that. It's a good God. It's a good God. So you also have authority and overcoming power in Christ Jesus. You also your needs will also be met and you will have everlasting joy. Those are the things you will have when you follow Jesus. If you follow Jesus, all of this you will get. I don't know if you are here you want to follow Jesus. We will take questions. Maybe when it comes up. We will take questions. I want us all to close our eyes and bow down our head. You know, we are not standing here to tell you the things we have not handled or the things we have not touched. This are the things we have seen God do for us, and that's why I'm calling on you this afternoon. Also, if you are here and you are hearing the call of Jesus, so come unto me, say, Come unto me, all ye that are labored and every laden, say, I will give you rest. If you are here this afternoon, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, why not talk to God in the silence of your heart? It does not matter. That old ways of life you've been living before—it doesn't matter. There is no record for sin of yesterday. If only you will come to Jesus today, there will be no record of sin. There will be no record. You know, there will all be blotted out. There will all be blotted out. There will be written off. If only you will come to Jesus today, I want us all to also close our eyes and bow down our head. You are here to give your life to Jesus. I'd like to pray with us before we go into the second session. Begin to confess your sin to God. this afternoon. Begin to confess your sin. Talk to God. God, in these ways I have wronged you. I have wronged you in these ways. I have wronged you in these ways. In so the ways I have wronged you. Where I have disobeyed your call. Where well, I have refused to respond to your call. Lord, will you please have mercy on me this afternoon? Will you please have mercy on me this afternoon? You want to give your life to Jesus? Why not speak now by raising up your hand? Don't be ashamed of anybody. You are not here because of anybody. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me here or not, I want to be ashamed of you in heaven. If you are here, you want to follow Jesus. He's calling upon you today you want to respond to Jesus, why not raise your hand and, 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 as we pray together? You, you will not come out. You don't need to come out. All I just want to do is to pray with us. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling upon you. He's calling you to come. He's calling you to come. Are you here? You want to respond to this call. Talk to God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen. In Jesus' name, have we
3: prayed? Yes, Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. the power of the you know, on follow me, not me now, but Jesus. You know, Jesus, disciples, Peter, uh, and gave. Talk. I remember when I was in school, the campus, I had that question from uh, one of the pastors who came to minister Then I was still in the the Life campus fellowship. You know, the... I think we asked the scriptures on that, if I'm not mistaken. And we asked the question, I asked the man the question. When Jesus said, follow me, was it a command? Or, uh, what's the question now, was it a command
0: or uh, a decision to make?
3: No, I don't know, I'm going to record the question going to ask the question. Was it a command or a command? I can't remember now. And the pastor was smart enough to say, it's both. Because you cannot tell, no joking, as you are sitting. Hmm? Just think of, think about it. One man just appeared and tell you, Michael, follow me. Here you are in Mbujiassa, and the man said, follow me. Whether you know him before or not, you left the empowered Training Camp. Uh, you call, him, pick up your phone. You call your mom, Mama. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you know. And you just followed him, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm very inquisitive. And I asked, Was it a command? Because you can't just tell me these people had their jobs, isn't it? They had their work, follow me. So, you mean I would, I would just leave my school, my education, my empower training here, and I would just follow you like that, just like that? You no, know, say so put something from out, you know. And the man was the pastor was smart enough to say, It's both. Both a command and, um, I can't remember the other part of the question now. But they followed, they obeyed, and they were better off at the end of the day. You know, if I ask us, I said my topic is what? The The power of influence. Okay, because the fact is that the person you follow, you know, will determine what becomes of you in life, isn't it? Yes. Knowingly or unknowingly, we all have been influenced one way or the other, be it positively or negatively. Isn't it? He asked me about the he asked me a question which day about the was it yesterday or the day before? About the golden Urbana clicks he said is that these guys they've known themselves before coming to this camp. I said me, I don't know, but I don't think so. I said, maybe they met themselves here and they just decided to, you know, get along and all that. But do you know that one way or the other, somebody must have influenced the other person. Is that not so? That's the way it is. The power of influence. Because whether you like it or not, either by your own will or by an external will, you are being influenced. You cannot be an island. It's a fact of life. Okay, and while I didn't even sincerely, as at yesterday, I said it was the only one that would be teaching. That may be me, I'll just moderate the question. I really didn't have the intention of talking or teaching or whatever, because nothing was in mind, you know, I, and I can't just come and be saying rubbish here. So I was just, um, this morning I just felt, okay, I was just trusting God and. Um, I was reading my Bible anyway, so I just said, "Okay." Before this thing came to my, the inspiration came to my mind to share with us. But while we are going to look at the scriptures together, there is something I want us to also look at because if I should ask each and every one of us now, who is your mentor? Okay, let's even look at that. Who is your mentor? Do you have a mentor? Anybody? Do you have? Who is your mentor? Eh? Apostle? Damage to you. Okay, I don't know your memory. Your dad is the mentor, okay? Your aunt. Your aunt is your mentor. Who else? Anybody with the mentor? Your mom, okay? Anybody else? Your father, okay? Gabriel, who is your mentor? Your father. Because uh, he's said your father. We Okay, is uh, is good. You know, if you are told me you your mentor is Ghana, I would have said, Ah, are you okay? But the fact of life is that if Ghana were to be your mentor, the question you have asked me, or if I said that's OK is your mentor, the question you have asked me is in what way of life in what manner of life is he or she your mentor because you cannot tell master, your father is your mentor financially is your mentor spiritually is your mentor academically is your mentor usually so socially, business-wise and the rights it's possible to have different people as a mentor right? ok if you have to my mentor I have. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't think I even have self. Okay. I'm serious. I'm not joking, though. No. Eh? It's possible. Okay. He said the Holy Spirit is my mentor. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. But the fact is that we all have a mentor. Yes, I remember. I, I have a mentor. I have a mentor in um, mathematics. He's been in the university in the US for over 15 years now. But before he traveled, he coached me in mathematics. He's a guy, a uh, very smart, intelligent, extremely intelligent guy, extremely intelligent guy. Even uh, he finished from um Muska. He what's that his course now? Is it ma- he didn't read mathematics per se. Is it mathematics now? But he read something that has to do with calculation, and he came out with the first class. No, not engineering. No, not engineering. I'm trying to remember now. Is this guy is extremely brilliant? You know, and he was from a very poor home. You know, from a very, you know, he said he almost he almost uh, uh, what was it called? He almost missed this Waik because of money. You know, no money to write, but God came through for him and. But in the US now, doing fine. I've lost contact with him, but I've tried to locate him. Anyway, that aside, the point is this. In life, we all have mentors, one way or the other. Okay? And from your mentor, you know, as a mentee, from your mentor, you are being influenced, directly or indirectly. And as believers, we also have mentors. One of the men of God I like to follow this day, I don't I really can't say he's my mentor though, but I just love listening to him, Apostle Joshua Selman. Okay? You know, he's in Abuja. I've not gone to any of the services, but I follow him a lot. As well as other leaders too, some of our leaders, my boss and the other of course, we have we have uh, a group of them like that who are like our boss, our bosses, friends, big brothers, pastors, leaders, and the likes like that. We've been together for several, several years, close to twenty years thereabout. Now, where am I going? I'm trying to say all this to parabulate because in life you cannot stand alone. Okay. And who you follow will determine where you will end or who you will become. Is that not so? There's a saying that if a goat follows a dog, such goat will end up eating, eating what? Feces, like a goat, uh, like a dog rather. Okay? But I don't know if a dog should follow a goat. Maybe such dog will also end up eating grass. I don't know. Praise the Lord. Now, the point is this. It's a teaching. And we're going to look at the scriptures. How many minutes do I have? Okay, no, I know uh, I see have I see have a lot of minutes anyway. Now, when God calls us to salvation, it is basically for two reasons. One is to instruct us in the matters of mm-hmm. life. Wake up, uh family. Yeah, he had with you last night, and that's why we, that's what we're saying. I know he did with you. Okay, if you say so. Now the point is this: when you came to Christ, it is actually for two reasons. God saved you to, so that I can instruct you hmm? from what my brother said. You having fellowship with God, okay? He instructs your heart, it he directs you, it teaches you, it gives you instructions, and secondly, he saved you so he can also save others, so you can preach the word of God to other people. Okay, but you begin to ask yourself, How come that these days we have believers, we have Christians who, rather than being Sorry, who rather than influencing their world, they are being influenced by the world. Have you thought thought about it? Christians, believers, saved by grace, who rather than influencing their world, they themselves, they are being influenced by the what? By the world around them. Let's see the word of God. In Second Corinthians chapter thirteen. 2 Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse five and six. If you are there, before me you can take it, okay? Yes. No, 5 and 6 only. It says, Examine yourself if ye be in the faith. My version says, Now, it is God who has made us for this... uh, Is this... Okay. 5. 13, sorry. Okay. Verse 5. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. And I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. That is what my version says, the way my version puts it. And what are we talking about? The reason why we have a lot of failures. the reason why we have a lot of perhaps when you are one one of the reasons why we have a lot of Mediocre and immature believers, in the faith, because majority do not want to learn at Jesus' feet. Talking about something about the Word of God, because the Word of God has the power, the potency, the capacity to build up your faith. The Word of God has the power to make you grounded in the knowledge of God if you want to know more about God learn about Jesus why? have you seen God before? do you know God? Eh? how does God look like?
0: you don't know, I don't know I've
3: not seen God before even Jesus said that no man has seen God before and that brings a question to your mind has Moses seen God before? no forget what he saw in genesis uh, sorry in the old testament where, where, where which book is that now Is the exodus or he hasn't because jesus said no man has seen god before what he saw
0: was an angel, because no man has seen god and me
3: you want to know god know jesus have we seen jesus before yes Many have seen Jesus before. Is that also, while he was on earth, did people see him? Yes. Did he exactly see him? Yes. Did they also see him? Yes. Did they know him? Yes. Did they know his way, his manners? Yes. And if there is one thing I, 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 I give much weight in the scriptures, in the words of Jesus, even much more than the words of Paul and Peter. Why? Because Jesus is God incarnated in man. And when you study the Word of God, you take your time to understand the Word. You ask yourself questions. You try to weigh, to compare, to to judge yourself by the Word of God. It helps you to evaluate your life, your Christian life, if you are making progress in the Christian faith. And as I said before, the reason why we have lots of mediocre Christians or why we have lots of perversions in the body of Christ today is because we have a bunch of so-called believers who do not enjoy studying the Bible. They don't have love for the Word of God. You cannot tell me you love Jesus when you don't love His Word. It's not possible. You can't tell me you love God when you don't love His Word. It's not possible. Don't, it doesn't match. How can I say you love me when you don't even care about what I have to tell you. You don't want to have a sit-down with me and let's talk. So if you love God, you want to have a sit-down with His Word and study His Word, study the Bible. Um, what I wrote I said, if I ask you, okay, I think I've mentioned that before. If as a believer you have love for the Word of God, and Jesus is your mentor. The Holy Spirit is your mentor, as my brother said the other time. Then you want to have a fellowship with Him. You want to know more about Him. And as, as I told you before, the reason why God saved us is so that He can instruct us, guide us, and so that we can also save the unsaved. Now, In either way, if you love God and you want to give your time to Him, your life to Him, your resources, whatever to Him, in the pursuit of the kingdom's goal, okay? Or you see, okay, I'm cool, I'm okay. Where I am, I don't need much of the word of God. I don't
1: need much of the to talk much.
3: I don't need to know much more about God. In either way, the fact remains that one way or the other, you will have love for something. Is that not so? It's a fact of life. You cannot escape it. You will have love for something. Whether you have love for God or you have love for the things that are not God's. And where we read says, examine yourselves. To see whether you are in the faith, test yourselves and how do you examine yourself daily by the scriptures, by this word of God. When you hear the word of God, when you hear teachings from other people, men of God, maybe on the radio, TV, or you just pick up a book to read, all these things are to guide your life. All these things are to examine your your life if you are in the faith, accept ye be reprobate except you fail the test. Now, what is the essence of our newfound faith? As I told you before, one is to receive instructions from God, and secondly is to what? It's for ministry, to save others. Every believer is called into ministry, regardless of the title. Whether you have a title as a pastor, as a bishop, as an evangelist, or whatever you are called, your primary assignment is to what? Is to minister to people. To reach out to people. You are a minister. Every believer is a minister. I don't believe in titles. And one of the things I don't like doing is standing in, the front, in the front of people. Because what many pastors don't understand or realize or pastors have forgotten is that you will be judged by every word. Okay. so but for some of us we know that we have no choice than to do this you know I do tell my friend sometimes many years ago not only in a group of friends I said you know sometimes we do joke about it we say you know one time or the other we all know that you people you become pastors so and when you have a church I will come to your church you know It's not because anybody wants to be a pastor, but we know. It's not because we carry the title pastor. It's not because we wear jacket or suit. It's not because we carry Bible. No. But it is the calling of every believer, regardless of the title. Forget the pastor. Forget the evangelist. Forget anything. It is the expectation of every child of God to be a minister, one way or the other, to save others through the preaching of the word. And the question is, how do you not preach the word? It is the way, the manner through which we preach the word that differs. For some, it may be through standing like this every Sunday or every day of the week, preaching the word to the congregation. For some, it may be through sharing of tracks. Abby? For some, it may be maybe in the bus while you are traveling or going to school. For some, maybe while you are gisting with your colleagues in the class, you share the word of God with them. Different platform for different people however what is the most effective way to influence people to Christ what is the most uh, effective way to go to Christ it is the love way the love way that is the most effective way the love way how do I mean God, in bridging the gap between himself and man, gave us Jesus. Is that not so? And John 3, 16, the most popular scriptures in the Bible, says what? For God so loved the world. That is it, what? So that we're not but what? I know you know it. Even the unbelievers they know it. Yes. That is the love way. And the scripture also says that why we were yet sinners, who died for us? Jesus. Christ died for us. That is to tell you that you see, I have come to realize something. And I wish every Christian understand. Well, I don't believe it. For some of us, because of our background, where we grow up, or the kind of thoughts in which we grow or the kind of settings, our background, and all that. If you observe, you know, I've, I was a deeper life person for many years, and if you know the deeper life people very well, I'm not judging or trying to uh, compare now, but I'm trying to bring out something so I can open your understanding and help you understand something not every one of them do but for many they think they are better than others is that not so they think they are righteous they are pious than others and as a result they tend to do something that i find questionable and unnecessary how do i mean i'm not condemning Please, try to understand me. You know, if you are... I don't know if you've observed what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to look at how best to put it in order not to make it look negative or bad. No. But you observed observed that sometimes they tend to see people who do not... uh, Sorry, people who wear earrings, make their hair fix, whatever, as unbelievers. Even when they are believers. I don't that. I mean that now. I'm only trying to bring an to a case study. Now, the question is that is it that you not wearing this makes you an unbeliever? Sorry, a believer. You not wearing earrings or anything, or wearing it makes you a believer. Or unbeliever, rather. No. But in the process of you trying to win people or souls for God, trying to influence people to God, if you hold on to some of these things, you will lose them. I don't know if you are trying to get me. Now, we've had some cases in the past: arguments, the people serving the food, and new people are there. And all other kinds of things. Thank God you all are there, you are all witnesses. And I've had occasions where I need to, need to call some of these people to talk to them one-on-one. Because they are not seeing a bigger picture that me and seeing, And I'm surprised when you do some of these, 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 these things. And I told them,
4: I said, man,
3: you know we are here for Empower, whatever, This, this is a Christian camp. And I believe
0: you guys are believers.
3: You know, it baffles me at times when I now see people argue, fight, abuse, or whatever,
2: because of what it is, because of your.
3: And you do not have a bigger picture of at the back of your mind that you can name one or two of those. Are you a king? And how can you win a non-believer to Jesus? You can only win them by showing them love. Forget their way of life. Forget their manner of approach. Does that mean Jesus people about
4: their of good manners? No. Some of
3: you see play with banner, play with glory, play with other people, lots of other people. But you don't know what I'm doing. That is me. I don't want to know how bad you are. With him. With him. With him. Then I will sit in the prison. I will see how he is. I will sit in your friend. Let us say that the boss person is back. It is not in your place to judge or condemn anybody. Show them love. And I told them, I said, you cannot only speak to God. If you keep reacting to everything, Jesus said you slap and come together. That's
0: This is the
3: of the life. But, this you're talking Yes, you are right like, here like, I At 10 times C24. Are you here? Yes. I At to But when we have like this thing, understanding, <laughs> you will chase it away from the church. You will chase it away from the church. All the time he tries to show you the perfect way of ministry, of reaching out to people, of touching lives You want to win them to Christ. She said there was a the time he met a guy, the guy is a smoker. You uh, know not want the guy. He said, you know what? This was not for me. Anytime you want to smoke, just hmm, bless me, cigarette, in the name of Jesus. He sounds funny I did. It's not blessed in the name of Jesus. And you guys are to go and so you know this guy guys now. So each time you wants to smoke, we bless him in the name of Jesus. You know, they change smoke and just smoking his thing. And should I tell you, it came to a time that in in the space of a month, the guy just woke up to himself that I've not smoked within a month. And that was how the guy was delivered. It's not a believer, a child of God. So you don't, you don't scare people away, regardless of who they are. I will show them love. That is what God showed us. But many so-called believers in miss this simple manner of ministry this simple manner of reaching out talking about the power of influence you can influence people positively by your relationship with them by your interactions with them and that's the thing that is. many of us we want to see people born again immediately talk to them but not work like that are you with me does not work like that you need to watch, work on them and for those who study accounting in school there's what you call work in progress Abby. it is gradually yes for some their salvation may be instantaneous wonderful beautiful but there's what you call work in progress small small mm? keep working on them keep showing them love Keep following them up, keep checking up on them, keep sharing your time, your minutes, your resources, your moments, everything with them. Even when they are when they are when they so called bad boys and bad girls. Love them. Show them love. That is the perfect way of ministry, the love way. Let's see Ephesians two, eleven to twenty two. Are we tired? I will soon round up. Every chance to two eleven to twenty two. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Praise God. That place that uh, our sister read, you know, there Paul was writing to the Ephesians, talking about the new relationship between man and God. And the men are actually divided into two. You have the circumcised and the uncircumcised. And that's why verse 11 says, Therefore remember that formerly you who are gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised but those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men. Remember that at that time you were, sep- you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenant of the promise. Without hope and without God in the world. Paul was talking about those people, who, the non-Jews. We can just use that word. The non-Jews who are not Israelites. Don't forget that the Israelites are the people of covenant, the people God chose. He single-handedly picked them out of the other race to serve him. Okay, Why like all the other nations are regarded as what uncircumcised nations, Gentile, uh, Gentile nations. Now, Paul was writing to them in verse 13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who, won, who, uh, who, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace. That is to say, Christ Jesus has an objective, and the objective while why we look so strong, as no power was part of the twelve, But if he did the throne, who were Israelites by uh, birth, they were all Jews by birth, and they were busy with their own assignment, only relating with the Jews, the circumcised people. But Paul, his ministry was basically to the uncircumcised, to the Gentile nations. That was why he could go to different nations, different lands and tribes, Preaching Jesus to them. And if you recollect for the Bible student, there came a time that Peter, was it Peter that came to visit, or Paul came to visit? I can't remember precisely now. But they were all together. They, no, Paul went to visit in Jerusalem. And they were all relating. Peter was also relating with some of the Gentiles. Gentiles, the uncircumcised, who came with Paul and all that. But when the disciples now came, some of the, the other family, disciples like John and the lights, they also came to Jerusalem to meet them. Peter separated himself and was no more relating with them, and Paul had to confront him and accuse him of hypocrisy. That's why. What am I trying to bring out? This is the same thing we see today in the body of Christ. When people, because of this, is my church. This is my uh, which other word do we use? Uh, my denomination. I'm a Catholic. I'm a whatever, whatever. We tend towards to relate more with our own sex. But God, as an objective, Jesus, as an objective, in verse. Um, look at verse uh, 15. By abolishing in his flesh the law with his commandment and regulation, his purpose was to create in himself one new man. Out of what? Out of the two, does making peace. One new man. That is the objective of God. Regardless, see, I do tell people I'm not a religious person. And what I dislike is sentiment. I hate it. He knows. I hate it. Regardless of who you are, I don't... Let's talk facts. If we are doing business, let's we are doing business. If we are doing church, let's we are doing church. I hate sentiment. Don't because of uh, church. Eh? Try to cheat me when it comes to business. Mm-mm. I go change them for you. I don't, mean I, I, I'm not talking, I don't mean I will fight you, but I will set the record straight for you. Una, this is business, not church. Are you with me? Now, the point I'm trying to say is this. Here we see that sometimes people tend to be religious. But God is not looking for religious people. God is out looking for a new man. OK? So when we tend to, don't forget where we are coming from, the power of influence. I don't know if we are relating. So when we tend to be what God wants us to be, and do what God wants us to do, winning. The nations for Christ, winning people for Christ. You can only influence people by the love work. As we said, I'm trying to go back, to step back a bit, trying to connect with what we're talking about now, so that we will not lose track of what I'm talking about. Now, we see that today, even in the body of Christ, we tend to apply or allow religion, permit religion to separate us one way or the other. Forgetting that we all have one singular purpose, regardless of your denomination or your background or whether you are a Catholic, you are a Protestant, you are a Pentecostal, what other things do we have again? Regardless of your denomination, God has one singular objective for every one of us as believers. believer. Because as I said, don't forget what I said before, as a believer you are saved. One, first of all, for God to, want to instruct you through your personal fellowship with God, in the place of prayer, the place of the study of the Word, you get directions for life. Secondly, is for ministry to get others saved. That is the purpose why God saved us. Okay, so please let's shed all these garments of religion and face that singular purpose to what win our world for Christ, becoming a new man, regardless of where you are coming from. Because except we we have this basic understanding, we we keep missing it. You keep playing claim, me, I'm a Catholic, me, I'm a whatever. But we have one singular objective, to win our world for Christ. I'm running up here so we can ask questions and then pray before we go. In summary, all I'm saying is that as a believer, as a Christian, we should learn to influence people positively. And how do you do that? By showing love. The love way. The love way. No matter now, you know, as humans, this is what I've also come to discover, as human beings, we know we have different temperaments. I'm a sanguine. Yes, I have a little bit of choleric in but i maybe predominantly 75% a sanguine. That's me. But, because we have different temperaments, that's why you need to look at this book. If you have not read it, go and read the book by Tim Lahaye, um, Why You Act the Way You Do. Do you know how many of us know that book? Okay, you've read it. Good. Wonderful book. You need to read it. You need to see it. And what's that uh, other one? The Spirit Control Temperament. Yes. Still by Tim Lahaye. The spirit read the book. Read why you act the way you do first. Then secondly, the spirit control temperament. Those two. When you read them, you understand yourself better. Why you do some of the things you do? So because of the kind of our different makeups, it also affects the way we relate with people, the way we deal with people, even when you are a believer. Don't forget that the day you said you gave your life to Christ. Eh? It is you the said, oh, you are you me? Like, like it's not that day you drop your uh, hand The day you said, Lord, I love you, uh, I'm so for my sister, I my life. It's not that day you drop your. What uh, again? Your. Give me now, tell me now. Your ABI, your you. Your dislike of people or whatever you're So, these things are not, they don't happen, it's not magic, it's not by magic. Okay? And that's why my God was emphasizing on you studying the Word of God. Because the more you study the Word of God, the more the Word of God, the light of God, the Word of God is like a light. Okay? The psalmist said, I is the lamp to my feet and the light to my heart. The Word of God enlightens your heart. It really opens your heart into the will of God, to know what God wants you to do, how God wants you to talk to relate, to live, and to, you know, affect your world. But if, and that is the secret secret of the devil. The devil will make you to dislike the world. He will want your Bible to be closed every day. You have the Bible there on your table. Mm? But he will not want you to open it. Because he knows that the day you begin to open the word of God, the day God's spirit, Will begin to speak to your heart. Each time I want to study the word of God, I know. Any day I know. If I want to do a, a, a study, I know. Hmm? If I want to do correct study of the word of God, I know. And you know what makes the difference? Hmm? The difference between the world study. Maybe, just as like I said, the life of the world is not the same. maybe you are, you are looking at the time. Of more. You know that if you don't get the imposter so by seven, you are not and you have more time and you want to keep this guy, you he know, so, live with the word of God. You don't think did off the you, you, you understand? how do you want to do like yourself? hmm? don't look yourself It's you not supposed to that you know that in the word of God it's a of you have the time to study in the morning beautiful if not you can study at night you can study another time of the day are you me? Now, as I round up, what I'm just trying to say is that we need to give ourselves to the Word of God. Mm? We need to give ourselves to the Word of God. The more you study the Word, the more your heart will be enlightened to know the will of God for your life and the life of God. Okay. Is anybody blessed? Yes, sir. Are you blessed? Yes. Yes, any yes. question. Okay, Brother, well, make ask come you Your questions, sir. Yes. Have right <laughs>